Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What is good, everybody? Welcome to another Gold Standard Podcast production. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. He is Levin Black. Levin, it's May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Yeah, I was going to catch you off guard by wishing you that, but then I had a show idea, so I had to kind of tip my hand in our lead up to the show. (laughs) Very excited today. This is the best idea that Levin has ever had. We are going to match 49ers, players, coaches, etc., with characters from Star Wars. I can't wait to do it because I love both, obviously. Before we get to that, I want to remind you, please rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network. We always say if you leave a review, we will read it on the show. We were trying to get our star rating up since I was laid off by SB Nation in January. This one comes from Gasman2013. Great podcast for 49ers fans. Five stars. Passionate yet also realistic takes on all things 49ers. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much, Gasman2013. Obviously, he's talking about me. Yeah, yeah. You're the reasoned one on this network. It, yes, it's not clearly. that you're on four days a week and you kind of brought in co-hosts for each one of those days. It's reason other than, I guess, Grant is kind of out that window now. A Wednesday show mm. is... The Wednesday show should be called Twinsies. <laughs> That's just mean. <laughs> I keep Grant in line. Come on. Yeah, I know you saw my comment. You just wouldn't show it yesterday. Darn. Yeah, I know you saw it because you, you posted the one directly beneath mine. And I was like, I oh, know darn well he saw my comment. And yeah, I'm going to say it because I think you should get peer pressure from our, all our listeners. I want Rob and Grant to make a bet on something and the loser has to change their hairstyle because they have the exact same hairstyle. That's true. And we have talked about it. Uh, <laughs> I'd be willing to do it. I would definitely be willing to do it. Uh, I don't know if Grant would. He has to look a lot more professional than I do, but yeah, uh, I, mean, I can bring it up. You don't necessarily have to go crazy like, oh, the loser has to have a mullet or something unprofessional, but right, you just can't do the whole sh- short hair, cut down the sides, and then spiked in the front. <laughs> so quick thing really fast before we get to the Star Wars portion. I am going to be hosting on ESPN Radio this weekend. And for some reason, in my mind, I have to get a haircut before I do it. 
and it doesn't make any sense at all. It's radio, but for some reason in my head, I'm like, you have to get your haircut before you go into that Bristol campus. And I'm, you should I don't know. show up. It's, it's in like, a, you should show up in a suit because what happens if you show up and they're like, hey, we need somebody on TV real quick. We're in an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. But it's weird. It's like, you know, when you're driving around looking for something and you turn down the radio, like it's not really related. One shouldn't affect the other, but for some reason, I got to go get a haircut today. I, I've probably gotten more haircuts in the last year than any other year in my life. Like why I've never, I've always been somebody that I would get a haircut and then I would go like a full year and just let it grow. And I'd have long hair and then I'd get it chopped off. Like even when I was a kid, that's what my parents would do. I would, I would have my hair and then like normally right around the holidays, I would have a buzz cut and then it would grow out all year. And then I would have a buzz cut. We need some pictures of young Levin for the uh, gold standard social medias, which, by the way, we're on Instagram now at GSN 49ers and we're on Facebook as well. So search for gold standard 49ers and our page will pop right up. All right. Without further ado, let's get to it. It's May the 4th. It's Star Wars Day. If you don't like Star Wars, I don't care. Turn the episode off. Star Wars is great. My son finally made it through all the movies. So he's been loving today and uh, we're going to compare 49ers, members of the organization, to Star Wars characters. I have about 10, give or take. Levin has fewer, but he says he's going to be a stickler. So I will give you first pick, Levin. What do you got? Before we get into it, are the new movies any good? Yeah, I have no problem with them. They're fine. They're not my favorites, but I don't hate them. They're sh. <laughs> Come on. They took what a giant pile of crap on the first six movies. They ruined... The first six movies so to me i have to kind of pretend like those don't because the whole the whole saga was anakin the whole saga yes. was about anakin and these most Correct. recent ones said oh ha 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 the skywalkers don't matter it's actually the palpatines spoiler alert oh yeah well so it just yeah the new ones ruined the first one so i pretend i'll, I'll probably never watch them again I, I watched each one of them i think twice and you know, just first time, eh, okay. And then second time is like, is it any better? Nope. It still craps on the originals. I don't, yeah, see, I don't know why you think that. But anyway, let's get into some actual <laughs> football talk, and maybe that'll come up in the course of the conversation. So, all right, first one with you, matching Star Wars characters to 49ers characters. All right, so the first one, I'm going to just get it out of the way because I've reused this character later, but this one is just too perfect and timely to not use and that's uh what is what is darth vader most famous for what's his what's his most famous move most famous move yeah what is it? the luke i am your father no the chokehold oh the choke so the he's trained choke. williams okay. <laughs> trained williams because the cowboys game when he <laughs> choke slams the guy have you forgotten I, that already I after totally the game remember there was that. like that big blow up and he walks up and Grabs the guy and choke slams him. Oh yes, yes. Now I do. All right, that was definitely a different angle than I, just, I thought. I, I you were gonna first go. thought I was like, okay, who's Vader? I got to figure out who's Vader. What what what's something that signifies Vader that's truly just him? And I was like, the chokehold. Oh well, that one's obvious. But yeah, I, I reuse Vader later because Trent Williams attitude wise doesn't. I don't think he really truly. Fits yeah, I know. That's not where I went with Vader or Trent Williams, although I did pick both of those. Um, I forgot about that choke 
by Trent. Apparently. Yeah, <laughs> That's the wrong dude to pick a fight with. Like, yeah. my God. What are we Is he at the here? top All of the right. list in terms of 49ers? Like, who would you least want to fight? 100% Trent Williams. Yeah. He's huge. And he's athletic like you can't believe. That is not a combination for somebody you want to fight. Right. I, I think I would agree that it it's Trent. I think second's probably Kittle, just because the dude is, like, ripped and certainly gets into, like, kind of this beast type of mentality when he's actually got adrenaline going and all that. But Trent, Trent I think, is just a different level. Yeah, I I don't want to face. I want no part of that. <laughs> I actually went a different way with Vader, and I think this is going to make you mad, and it's probably going to make a lot of people mad. If you're watching on the YouTube, you can see it. I went with Jake Moody, and here's why. Everybody hates Vader, right? At first, we all hate Vader when you're first introduced to him. And then what happens, ultimately, through an act of goodwill, through doing a, you know, a good deed, he is redeemed. He becomes a forced ghost. He's there at the end of the movie. He is redeemed. That's Jake Moody. Everybody hates the Jake Moody pick right now, right? But guess what? If he starts kicking and winning games and making clutch kicks, we're all going to love him. He will be redeemed in our eyes. So to me, I went Vader, Jake Moody. Is that fair? Uh, no. I find your lack of faith disturbing. I don't agree, but I can't give my other Vader pick yet because it, it works in a in a kind of a, a scheme of different characters all fitting together. I went with the whole quarterback room and kind of like who is who, but I do have a kicker pick. Wait, what? I don't understand why, what's wrong with my analogy there? It's perfect. It's genius. Really? Cause Jake Moody isn't important enough to be Vader. Well, okay. So that <laughs> I did struggle with that. That's true. Like, you know, in terms of the overall role, I mean, th we saw this. Team Let's be honest. If Jake Moody comes in and does well, people will be like, okay, cool. Like it won't be a, all you know, he won't be a star. And I think to be Vader, you kind of have to be a big name. I will say, like, rookie minicamp is coming up, and he's got like pressure on him. Like, if he starts missing kicks, like, oh my, people are oh, gonna be th there's all kinds of stuff. Like, I, I will say, like, I researched a little bit of Jake Moody. I mean, we're not getting into the whole Star Wars thing, we're not really sticking to it. We'll get back to it here. But there was one really alarming stat that really worries me about Jake Moody. And that's that he was horrendous on the road. Did you look at his home road splits? No. He only makes like 50% of his kicks on the road. That worries me for pressure Ooh. because pressure's on you and you need to be able to make kicks on the road. And that, that worried me. So Nick Wagner had a really cool piece about this on ESPN.com. I actually put it in 49ers and five this morning. Robbie Gold was 9 of 11 on kicks in the final two minutes of regulation or overtime as a 49er. And that was tied for the third most in the league in that span. So he was really, really clutch. Can Jake Moody replicate that? Because that's really what it's going to come down to. It's right. going to be, it's not like in the first quarter, if he has to kick a 40 yarder, obviously you want him to make it, but whatever. But at the end of the game, and obviously in the playoffs, you did feel good about Robbie Gold almost every single time he lined up. And I feel like that's what it's going to come down to for Moody. I didn't know the home road splits. I got to check that out. Yeah, it, it kind of worried me. I haven't gotten to delve fully into and have a true synopsis on Jake Moody. I'm kind of waiting for our website to write an article. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. I swear we're working on it. But speaking of Robbie Gold, I gave him Yoda. The fear of loss 
is a path to the dark side. What? He's tiny. What? He's tiny, <laughs> but important because kicking's important. But he's now gone. But he's a force ghost because we know he was one of the first calls Jake Moody got. So he's still around and having an influence. <laughs> Oh my God! You can't pick Yoda really? and have some like six four football player being him. It's got to be somebody tiny, and we don't we don't have Trent Trent uh, Taylor anymore or anything like that. <laughs> Robbie Gold is the small guy, has a really important role because, like you said, he has to be able to make clutch kicks. But he's not actually here anymore. Yet he's still having an effect on the team because he called Jake Moody. I think it fits. Well, and not only that, he drove from like Chicago to Indianapolis to have dinner with him to help him like prepare for the combine and mm -hmm. everything. Um, so he's still influencing the present. That's that's a good match by you. Um, I didn't take I didn't go that way with Yoda. My Yoda pick was and I know you're going to get on me now after hearing what you just said. <laughs> I went with Trent Williams for Yoda. And here's why. Everybody knows Yoda is a badass. Nobody messes with Yoda. He's the most powerful that the duel he had with uh, Palpatine. Fantastic. Like blew everybody's minds. Super old, wise. To me, Trent Williams matches up, not physically, of course, because Yoda's like two foot one, but everything else about Yoda to me is Trent Williams. He's the master. You, you like picked the biggest guy to be. <laughs> to be right. Well, uh, who was I going to pick? I mean, you know, Yoda's three feet shorter than everybody on the Niners, but I went with like ability level. So that's how I match those two up. Yeah. I, I honestly don't think there's a, a great current player on the team that fits Yoda. I don't, I don't really see we have, you know, I think Yoda, there's kind of two things that people mostly identify with Yoda. I guess you could say three, the skill one that you went with, but also his stature being old, right. You know, type thing. But then also, just being kind of like philosopher wise. We don't, I don't think we have that like elder statesman. That's all wise. You know what I mean? A former great sitting there, just being a mentor. When Debo was requesting his trade, he said that Trent Williams kind of talked to him and kind of talked him down a little bit and sort of told him like how negotiations with the 49ers go. So that's kind of like a guidance type thing. I think it works. As usual, I'm 100% correct. Oh, yes, yes. Because th there's a right and wrong when it comes to these. Clearly. Yeah. A thousand percent. We're talking Star Wars. Of course there's a 100% right and 100% wrong. Uh-huh. So before I get, because I, I, I don't want to take over, but I kind of have a, five of mine all fit together. Oh, good Lord. So I don't, I don't <laughs> okay. want to go there yet. Did you pick an emperor? Yes, I did. That's actually where I was going to go next. Uh, and I feel like this is pretty, pretty obvious, right? I mean, who, if you had to pick an emperor of the 49ers, who are you picking? <laughs> well, I went kind of the mean route. Uh, I think you have to be old. You have to be power. You have to hold a lot of power, but also not be good. So I went John York. <laughs> mm. <laughs> kind of mean. I mean, he, I, I give him credit for stepping away, but boy, was he terrible. And he from what I remember, granted, I was a lot younger than I was high school age when he was truly running things. I remember him kind of being a jerk almost like that was kind of the <laughs> rep where he was kind of very like, Hey, I'm the owner. You do what I say type attitude. And then all his picks were terrible. 
and the team fell apart, and so he turned it over to Jed, but I picked John York. Take your father's place at my side. I could see your point, but the Emperor never gives up power. Technically, so technically he didn't. Technically, him and Denise are still owners, if I'm not mistaken. Well, that's true. Uh, yeah, that is true. Uh, Jed just kind of is the face of that, but they are still the owners. Um, I went with Kyle Shanahan for Palpatine. And here's why. Palpatine is incredibly, incredibly powerful, right? Great duelist. Obviously, really good force powers, very good manipulation of people. That's really his specialty is dealing with people and kind of getting his way behind the scenes, manipulating things. That's Kyle Shanahan, right? His relationship with the players is so good. That's him. Genius play caller. So really powerful. And and I think this is key. Both can be defeated due to hubris. And I think that Kyle Shanahan has a little a little of that in him. I mean, he never thinks that he does anything wrong in a game ever. Even that Falcon Super Bowl, he won't admit to one iota of fault in the whole thing. Like, not a single thing. He'll say I wasn't perfect, but he'll never actually say mm -hmm. one thing that he did wrong. And the Emperor was done in by hubris. He never thought that Vader was going to turn on him. Ever, ever, ever. And all of a sudden, the next thing you know, Vader's picking him up and chucking him down the, the hole, basically. So I went with Palpatine and Kyle Shanahan. I can see the logic there. I'll, I'll give my Kyle Shanahan, but he's part of the five, group of five that I have that go in unison. So as you could guess, what is Kyle Shanahan always linked to? Can he develop a quarterback? So that's what I went with. I kind of created a, okay, who's who with the quarterbacks and Kyle Shanahan and all that relationship. So I have Kyle Shanahan being Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. Wow. He trained Anakin. He trained Luke, and then he's still around as a force ghost having influence on others. So to me, he's Obi-Wan Kenobi. And so now you got to get to all of the other ones, right? So I picked as Darth Vader, the one that fits most being Jimmy Garoppolo. The first person with the 49ers that Kyle latched onto and said, this is the promise, you know, this is the promise kid. His Metachlorian count is off the charts, you know, from episode one and all that stuff. Agrees to train him. And now he's turned. He's gone to the dark side because he's on the Raiders. So it, it's just too perfect to have Jimmy as Darth Vader. The guy that used to be the savior and now he's not. But I guess might be the savior because he'll probably crater that whole franchise even more. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. Anakin is the chosen one. Uh, not if you like the new ones. No, what are you talking about? Anakin is the chosen one. Lucas has said he is the chosen yeah, one. He Lucas brings balance. said that, but Disney has control now. He brings balance to the force when he throws Palpatine down the hole. He is the chosen Palpatine one. Palpatine didn't die, according to the new ones. Uh, he came back. Yeah. They all come back. I, mean, I think if there's one thing we've seen in Star Wars, if somebody falls in a hole, they're probably still alive. Um, I think you insulted Darth Vader with that pick, and I think you <laughs> definitely insulted Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi is the best Jedi of all time. Clearly, in my mind, it's Obi-Wan. So to give him Kyle Shanahan, I think you're disrespecting him. I went with Kyle Juszczyk for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Here's the reason. He has no weaknesses. 
What's Kyle? Kyle Juszczyk has no weaknesses. Whatever you need him to do. You need him to play fullback? Great. You need him to catch passes? Great. You need him to block? Great. Whatever you need. Oh, you need me to be the holder like he was against the Rams? No problem. I'll get the job done. That's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, go fight General Grievous. Oh, great. I got to fight this machine guy with like eight lightsabers. I could spin him around like crazy. No problem. Hello there. Here I am fighting General Grievous. Oh, we need you to go kill your best friend, your brother, Anakin Skywalker on Mustafar. Go ahead, Obi. Take care of that, Obi-Wan. He chops off his arms and legs and leaves him for dead. Obi-Wan gets the job. Oh, we need you to protect the most important person in Star Wars. Do nothing on this desert planet except watch over this kid. No problem. I'll get it done. Obi-Wan Kenobi is Kyle Juszczyk. But he's not the greatest of all time. Like, to me, Kyle is the great one, right? Plus, the big thing about Obi-Wan Kenobi is that he trains probably the two biggest characters in Star Wars. He trained Anakin slash Darth Vader, and he trained Luke. So you got to have the kind of mentor-trainer type thing. And what is a coach? Kyle doesn't develop quarterbacks. He doesn't (laughs) develop anybody. Well, he tries and kind of fails. And, well, what do we know about Luke at the end? He decides, screw it, I'm out. I'm just going to sit over here. But so let me let me continue with my whole quarterback. If Kyle Shanahan is Obi-Wan Kenobi. So now you got to have the chosen one. Well, that's Brock Purdy. So he's Ray because Ray (laughs) Ray at the end is the hero. Right. So who's the one that could be good, could be bad, was a mentor, but then kind of turned bad. Kylo Ren. That's Trey Lance. Maybe he comes back and saves the day at the end like he did in the new movies. But really, he's a bad person. But Trey Lance is not a bad person. Well, he's, in terms of our franchise, the 49ers looking at him, he's no longer the savior. He was supposed to be the future of the force. That's who Luke was training to be the future of the force after him. And now he's probably not the future, just like Kylo Ren was not the future. And then that, that leaves Luke. So who's Luke? I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. Who's the guy that's good, that went off, and is on their own island in the middle of nowhere and decides they want any part of it. But it was a chosen one. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> right? Kirk Cousins well, is the Luke for Obi-Wan, right? If Kyle Shanahan is Obi-Wan, then Luke has to be Kirk. The f- he trained him. He made him great. It's not the first you know, person, but he then went off to Minnesota in, in the middle. So I guess Minnesota is like the original Jedi Temple. That's where it's actually located. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
I don't know about some of these picks. You got Jimmy Garoppolo and Kirk Cousins. Neither one are 49ers. So uh, you kind of strayed here from the Neither path. one are 49ers, but both of them are maybe the two most, probably two of the top five most talked about players amongst <laughs> 49er fans. So True. Um, Yeah, I guess. I went a different route for Luke Skywalker. I went with Christian McCaffrey, right? Luke Skywalker was a humble farmer, just sitting around doing anything. Just like Christian McCaffrey was a humble Panther, just toiling in NFL obscurity in Carolina. Then he gets brought into the world by Obi-Wan Kenobi. And all of a sudden he kicks everybody's ass. He becomes a Jedi in like 20 minutes of screen time, basically. Just like Christian McCaffrey learned the 49ers playbook like that came right in, started kicking everybody's ass. I mean, Two seconds after Luke becomes a Jedi, he's defeating Darth Vader. So I went with Christian McCaffrey for Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I, I just had a, a random epiphany that fits Jimmy maybe better. Jimmy Garoppolo is C-3PO. Wait, don't ignore my Christian McCaffrey Luke Skywalker pick. It's fine. There's nothing to say about it. I kind of Because get it's it. 100% correct, right? No, it is not correct because... You don't get to be a mercenary over there brought in. It's what led me to this, because I was thinking, oh, Christian McCaffrey, C-3PO, because C-3PO is always torn apart in the movies, right? I was like, yeah, he hasn't really been injured with the 49ers. So it doesn't yeah, really don't fit. even put that on him, man. Come but on. But then I had the thought that Jimmy Garoppolo is C-3PO, because what is he? He's always injured. C-3PO is always torn apart. And C-3PO is annoying as hell. And we both got really annoyed with, Jimmy Garoppolo every time he spoke because he never took blame for anything. I've got to rest before I fall apart. My C-3PO pick was Colton McKivitz because every time I see C-3PO in the movies, I'm like, why are you here? Like, what? why is anyone putting their faith in you? What have you done throughout your time with this group for me to put my faith in you? And that's where I feel like we are with Colton McKivitz. Like he is the starting right tackle. It is clear they didn't draft a single offensive lineman. I know they signed some unrestricted free agents, but like they have unequivocally said, we believe in Colton McKivitz. He's going to be the guy. And everything I have seen from him, is like, I don't know why you're doing this, but yet he's there just like C-3PO. You could also make an argument for John Lynch because C-3PO talks a lot. John Lynch has to talk a lot, but C-3PO also a lot of times lacks the awareness of to not say something, to not let the cat out of the bag. And what does John Lynch do? He constantly says stuff that contradicts Kyle or clues us into what the actual truth is. That's pretty good. That is a very, very good comparison. I'm just thinking like he's supposed to be like a translator droid. He's supposed and to be I feel uber like smart, right? He knows every the language. only time he ever translates something is in the new movies at the end. He translates the Sith language. Other than that, they never even I feel like they never even use him as a translator. He he does Maybe sometimes like, he I, I think he translates a little bit with uh oh what are they the the scavengers. He translates some with them. Doesn't he translate a little bit when they're with Jabba the Hutt in that area? Yeah, that's true. So they use it a little bit, but it's definitely not utilized as much as they could have. Yeah, that's fair. All right. This one, I think, might be a little contentious. Yeah, you need to get a couple because I just used up like five of mine. <laughs> okay. Um, R2-D2. I went with Fred Warner. And here's why. First of all, other than C-3PO, R2-D2 is the only one that appears in every movie except Solo. 
The only two characters that appear in every Star Wars movie except Solo are C-3PO and R2-D2. Fred Warner has missed one start in his entire career. He's always there. So that's first. Second of all, people are not going to want to admit this. R2-D2, like, never loses a fight. He's unbelievable. Whatever he needs to do in a situation to get out of it, he does. He's got, he's got a plan for that. He has a way out. That's Fred Warner. Like, you can't do anything to Fred Warner. He's going to find a way to beat you. If he needs to, like, pour an oil slick on the floor, he'll pour an oil slick on the floor. If he needs to do use that little electric shocker that R2-D2 has, he'll use the electric shocker. If he needs to hack the trash compactor, no problem. I hack the trash compactor. To me, R2-D2 is Fred Warner. Incredibly dangerous, never loses. Will find a way to beat you. I could not come up with an R2-D2. I just did. Yeah, doesn't really fit all that well. How? Why not? Fred Warner's not a machine. It. He kind of is. Uh huh. I. I don't know. It just does not sit and fit very well. I. Meh. I, I don't like that. Plus, R two D two flies with Luke in the X wing, making Luke better. I feel like Fred Warner makes everybody else on the defense better. I think it fits perfectly. I think you're way way off. I, like I said, I couldn't come up with an R2-D2. The best one I had was Hufanga because he kind of flies in and he did a lot of things like he tipped that interception to Deshaun Gibson. So he assists a lot, but I, I didn't think it was a good enough fit to write it down. So, okay, I have a different one for Talanoa Hufanga, and that is Boba Fett. I don't want your armor. I want my armor. When you first see Boba Fett, you're like, oh, my God, this dude is a badass. This dude is awesome, right? Vader's sighting him like, no disintegrations. And you're like, this Boba Fett guy, like, he never talks. He's a bounty hunter. He hauls in Han Solo. Like, he is a badass. But then the longer you see him, you start to see some cracks. Like, he gets defeated in Return of the Jedi because he gets bumped off the little hovercraft thing and falls into the Sarlacc. Like, this this badass guy who, by the way, has a jetpack somehow falls to what we thought was his doom. That seems a little weird. And that's like Talanoa Hufanga. He came out last year and was awesome, right? He beat the Rams with that pick six. He was making interceptions all over the place. And then as the year went on, you started to see sometimes he cheated up a little too much. He got beat over the top. He blew some coverages. So there were some cracks there that started to form. So I went Boba Fett, Talanoa Hufanga. Can I just say, like, Boba Fett might be the most overrated character in all of Star Wars? What has he ever done? Like, they've never actually shown him being great. Every time he's shown, he is not really doing anything of note. Same with, uh, trying to remember his father's name. Bango Fett. Which is really him, because it's a clone. But, right. Uh, yeah, Django Fett. I, the whole Fett family. Because, oh, he's supposed to be this all-time great bounty hunter and he's tasked with killing literally a queen who's now i guess a senator protected by jedis oh i'm gonna hire that one out i'm gonna yeah, hire he does farm that like, out. What? come on <laughs> he does farm that out that is a little weird like you would think that that one's not below your pay grade there yeah that's fair you can't be the greatest mercenary ever and hire other mercenaries to do your job for you if you were going to hire a Star Wars mercenary, would you hire Boba Fett or would you hire Cad Bane? I'd hire Cad Bane. Uh, yeah, probably. Like I said, Boba Fett, 
you're told that he's the greatest ever, but they never actually tell that story to show him as the greatest ever. The Boba Fett show is him somehow miraculously living because, of course, they can't actually have a character die. They got to ruin the original movies just a little bit more. And he's kind of like a shell of himself. Like that, that show is terrible to me. I, I struggled to watch it. Well, you fall into the mouth of a Sarlacc and we'll see if you're not a shell of yourself when you come out. He should have just been dead. He didn't need that show. It wasn't my favorite show. Not going to lie. But I did love seeing Cad Bane. Like that was all time, all time good. When they were, when he shows up with Timmy, Timothy Oliphant, I'm like, I think that's Cad Bane. Look at the hat. I think it's Cad Bane. Look at the hat. And then they show him like, yeah, you can go on YouTube actually and watch audience reactions to that. It's really, really cool. I have spent time doing that because, you know, that's just me. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next one on my list. This one I didn't love, but I'm going to go with it. Princess Leia. I went with Brandon Ayuk. I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. Here's my justification. Princess Leia, I feel like, doesn't get enough credit, right? One, she's a princess. Two, she's a general in the resistance. And three, she has the force. She has force powers. When they show her training with Luke, she defeats Luke. So I feel like she doesn't get enough credit for everything that she does. And I feel like that's Brandon Ayuk. Brandon and I, you can do the end arounds like Debo, maybe not as good, but he can still be really effective on them. He can get open deep. He can get open short. He's got pretty good hands most of the time. I feel like Princess Leia, Brandon Ayuk, like Leia is a Skywalker. She doesn't get credit for that. Brandon Ayuk is a damn good wide receiver. And just through circumstance, he hasn't been able to show all that he can do. Just like Leia stopped the force training because she was worried about what would happen if she continued that journey. What do you think? I, I think that's okay. I didn't pick a Leia because I didn't want to do that to anybody, I guess. What? What are you doing? Female, male thing. I, I didn't get to Who that. Who cares? Point. But if Kyle Shanahan is Obi-Wan, then I think it fits because when Brandon Ayuk was in the doghouse, you know, he was in turmoil, his life could end. He could have reached out to Obi-Wan slash Kyle Shanahan and said, help me, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. <laughs> See? See? I'm right. I went with Princess Leia and Brandon Ayuk. I like Leia. Leia's awesome. It's not a bad pick. And what they did, what, what was it, at the end of uh, Rogue One, where they have her mm -hmm. after she had passed away, and they'd have her, and she just says mm -hmm. hope, and you're like, oh, my God. It was so good. Um. Okay. Let's see. I have a couple left. This I, one was I have tough. two. Okay. You do one then, because I feel like I've been doing a bunch. Okay. So we haven't gotten a George Kittle yet. Correct. That is Chewy. <laughs> to me, that's almost the strongest relationship pick for me. Kittle is big, strong, formidable, but he's also really loud. <laughs> and Chewie is really loud. He's really opinionated. He weighs in on everything. He gets really upset. We know George Kittle went after you because how dare you say that he might not be around in two years. <laughs> yeah, even though Matt Barrow said the same thing a couple weeks later. Right. So to me, George Kittle is Chewbacca. And like I said, I think that's like the best connection, best pick. You're a thousand percent right. That is the perfect that is the best one out of all of them if you mess with him he will rip your arms off much like chewbacca will if you beat him in like the holographic chess thing yep i i absolutely get it um 
I, I don't even have, no notes. Like that's, yes, there are some that are just so obvious. Chewbacca, George Kittle, done and done. Why can Han understand him, by the way? Does that ever explain? No, it's never explained. Is he the only one that can understand him? Yep. Great. Sure. Space magic. Why not? He, okay. he understands him good. in Solo, the movie. Like when they meet, he's able to understand them somehow. He speaks Wookiee, huh? All right. Speaking of Han Solo, this one I didn't love, but I'm going with it anyway. And I went Nick Bosa. Pokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster. Han eventually is a Jedi. Uh, excuse me, not a Jedi. A general in the Republic. But, like, he doesn't... It takes him a really long time to buy in. He doesn't just, like, go along with it, right? In fact, at the end of A New Hope, he goes off and does his own thing and then all of a sudden comes back. And I feel like that's Nick Bosa, right? Like, he doesn't do all the team activities in the offseason. He's got his program. He's got his thing. He goes off and takes care of his business. And then when he comes back, he kicks ass. So I feel like I went Han Solo, Nick Bosa. That was who I had as Han Solo. I didn't write it down because I didn't think it was perfect enough. And I didn't come up with anybody that fit Nick Bosa. Great. My reasoning for Nick Bosa was... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, Han Solo, I think, is unquestionably kind of seen as like this leader. He's always kind of grouping everybody together, getting everybody organized. And I think that's Nick Boza for our defense. But then also, what does Han Solo always brag about? Uh, making the Kessel run and... 10 parsecs or whatever it was. And Nick Boza is an edge rusher trying to get sacks as fast as he possibly can. So that was like the best like fit I had for Han Solo. But and it, it was weird. Like I had, I had this idea, Hey, let's pick players for star Wars since we're recording on May the 4th. And then I sat down and I was like, Oh, there's not a great pick for this. There isn't an obvious choice. I think we have a weird team. Cause like I said, we don't have <laughs> this obvious like elder statesman mentor. We don't, we don't have a lot of those normal things, I feel like. We got a lot of very similar people. Plus, I feel like Nick Bosa would shoot first, right? Han shot first. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole thing with Star Wars. Like, Nick Bosa is not going to wait around for you. He's going to initiate, and uh, he's going to defeat you. Yeah, that, that's certainly true. So, my last one, I have Kyle Juszczyk, and I have him as the Mandalorian. This is the way. Because he has all these gadgets. He's capable of doing all these things. He kind of flies around and is all over the galaxy in the show. Yet, he's not part of the bigger story. Kyle Juszczyk, I think he's important, but he's also, I think his role in the last few years has become not so important. He's not part of the bigger story. I don't think he hmm. he's truly as valuable as what we think these days. 
That's interesting. But then they go and draft Braden Willis, and I feel like he's the juice replacement. So yeah. I feel like like they spent a pick on replacing him, so he must have some value. Yeah, he has some value. I'm not saying he's invaluable, but or not valuable. I shouldn't say invaluable. That's confusing as hell. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, I think a lot of 49er fans think he's like uber important. And if they didn't have his role in the offense, the offense would crater. I don't, I think the offense has evolved past that point. Yes, I agree with you. I think because of Debo and the versatility that he has right. and because of Christian McCaffrey and the fact that they could line him up anywhere, I agree with you. Not to say he's not important because he absolutely is, especially when he was the one like telling Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. helping him pick out the freaking defenses and stuff. Like he absolutely is, but it's not the same as when he first arrived. I, right. I totally agree with I, you. I think, I think when think he that- first arrived, the offense needed gimmicks to work. They needed that tight end leak out. They needed use check going down the sideline because they didn't have the wide receivers that were good enough to truly make a difference. Now I think the rest of the supporting cast has arrived with Ayuk and Debo, like you said, and obviously McCaffrey helps, but even before McCaffrey, I feel like use checks role is kind of diminished and it's to the point where, yes, it helps. It's nice to have him, but it's not something that's absolutely needed in this offense anymore. I've always described a fullback as a first class plane ticket. If you can afford it, awesome. But if there's any sort of money crunch, the first thing to go is the first class ticket. And I feel like Juice is, he's, there's no way he's signing another contract with the 49ers. Granted, you know, that's not exactly a bold statement given his age. But I just, I agree with you. I think where the offense is, and I think with what he does now, I think that they think that they can find someone that can pretty much do what he does, which is why I think they spent the pick on Braden Willis. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think I think what Juice brought that was unique, you can find people who can be a great blocking fullback. That's not difficult, and that's why teams don't invest in it anymore because you can find people that are capable of knowing where the hole is, reading where the defense is, and going and hitting somebody in the chest. It's everything else he brought, the receiving right. capabilities. But like I said, that's back when the offense needed those gimmicks to operate. They don't need it anymore, which is why we haven't seen like last year. Juice didn't really do a whole lot offensively in terms of actual numbers. Is there anyone that we didn't get to either Star Wars character? I mean, there's obviously Star Wars characters we didn't get to, but like big ones that you thought we should have and 49ers that we th- we didn't do anything with Eric Armstead. He's obviously the longest tenured 49er now. Um, we didn't do anything with Mooney Ward. But I don't know, like, if I had to pick someone for Mooney Ward, maybe I would go Lando because Lando, like, always looks good. He looks like he's got it on lockdown. And, like, Traverius Ward kind of plays the game the same way. Like, he never is out of position. He never looks bad. Lando also, like, comes back and helps them out in the end, ultimately. But it's not a great match, I admit. Yeah. Like I said, I sat down, and when I was doing this, I was like, eh. There's nobody to, like I tried to think of a Mace Windu, who's the person that used to be here that kind of got killed off, and I couldn't come up with one. I, I don't yeah. feel there's a lot of Star Wars characters that I wanted because that's where I started. I said, okay, here's the Star Wars characters I want to try to figure out. Oh, I can't think of anybody that fits well enough. <laughs> <laughs> right, you don't want to just jam somebody together right. with someone that doesn't really match. The only character or the character we didn't get to is my favorite Star Wars character of all time, 
is Ahsoka Tano. I am no Jedi. Love Ahsoka Tano, but I just, I don't know who to match. Maybe if I had to pick one, I would say Trey Lance because I don't know how it's going to end with Ahsoka. Like, what are they going to, first it was, how does she survive Order 66? And then you think it's because she leaves the Jedi Order when then eventually we found out that that wasn't the case. She was still, she still had to survive it. And now it's like, she's going to get her own show. She's chasing down Admiral Thrawn. I don't know what, I don't know how that's going to all turn out. And so the same thing with Trey Lance, like tons of potential could be really cool, but I have no idea how the story ends. So you went Kyle Shanahan as Palpatine, right? Yes. So if you have Kyle Shanahan as Palpatine, I guess the logical choices would then be <laughs> Brock Purdy as Darth Vader slash Anakin, which makes Trey Lance a uh, one of the young Padawans. Oh, <laughs> Brock comes in and destroys <laughs> Master Skywalker. There's too many of them, right? So that pa- fits. Yeah, I guess. I mean, be mean to the he. I feel like he's just kind of forgiven for that too. Like he slaughters the kids, and it's like, oh, he threw the emperor down the hole, so now everything's good. It's like mm, he kind of did a lot of horrible stuff. Yeah, like. There, there's a lot of, I think, I think it's because they knew Darth, like if they came out in the order that they actually take place chronologically in terms of in the story chronologically, right. I think he'd be viewed differently because he would have started with episode one, two, and three, and he would have been the most hated person ever for killing the children at the end of three. Mm. But instead it came out four five, six, where it's like, oh my God, this guy's so cool. He's the bad guy, but he's cool. Oh, hey, hey, look, he's the savior. That's awesome. And so I, I think that part of that is just the order of release. So my son just watched all the movies. Um, and before we started, we would watch them every Friday. And before we started, I was like, what order should we go in? Because I was wondering, like, maybe we should watch just in order of like the actual, like start with episode one, episode two, and just go that way so that he doesn't know what happens with Anakin. But my thinking was, if we start with like the newer movies and they look pretty and all that stuff, and then all of a sudden we go to episode four, that's, you know, super old and looks much, much different. He might just like zone out. And so uh, what I did was we went in the original order, four, five, and six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. And you could have done without seven, eight, nine. I don't know why you dislike those movies. Because they destroy the story of the first ones. You even said it. George Lucas said Anakin brings balance to the force. If 789 happen, that is not true. Why not? Because Ray and Palpatine brings balance to the force because it's Ray defeating her grandfather, killing him, no longer having the dark side, and her taking the name Skywalker to bring balance to the force. No, I, just because Anakin brought balance to the force doesn't mean that there could never be evil again. I don't think that's what that means. I don't think one affects the other in any way. He did bring balance to the force for a time, and then it became unbalanced again. Sure. <laughs> Her taking the name Skywalker at the end makes no sense. None of it does. To me, because... I thought like a message of the movie is like, hey, it's not where you start, right? Ben Solo starts off as Ben Solo. He's Han and Leia's kid and then turns evil. His his being a Solo and a Skywalker doesn't 
stop him from turning evil. Just like even though Ray is a Palpatine, it doesn't mean she's evil. She's actually good. So I didn't think she should have taken the name Skywalker at the end of the movie. That didn't make any sense to me. Two out of three of the Skywalkers ended up being evil for quite a long time. Doing as much <laughs> evil as anybody other than the Emperor. Kylo Ren, yeah. or Ben, who is a Skywalker, even though his last name is Solo. Like, yeah. And then obviously right. you have Darth. So the this is was a weird thing. I remember watching in theaters, and by the time the new movies came out, I was a dad. And so when Kylo Ren stabs Han, and Han just puts his hand on the side of his yeah, son's face before him. he falls, that hit yeah. me hard. Like, I never related to a movie like that before. I was like, oh, that was bad. And, of course, I was sad that Han Solo, you know, just got off. Yeah, so that movie came out, I think, while my wife was pregnant or, like, when we first started trying or something. So it kind of hit different because I was becoming a father. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely different. Um, we didn't do Finn. We didn't do Poe. We didn't do like any of the new people, really. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We, uh, we also didn't do uh, Liam Nelson. Liam Neeson. Neeson. Qui Gon Jinn. Oh, why did I say Nelson? Yeah, we didn't do Qui Gon. Underrated Jedi, Darth Maul. By the way, I tried to think of Darth Maul. Like, <laughs> I did think of a Darth Maul, but I thought it was too mean. Oh no! Do I even want to ask? Am I going to have to edit this out later? It's Jason Verrett because he's constantly split in half. Oh, yeah. that yeah, It's mean. too mean. I said it in yeah, It's a good thing you didn't say yeah, it, though. Yeah, exactly. I didn't say it. What are you talking about? By the way, so I didn't mention this earlier when we were talking about Ahsoka. I always thought this was so cool. So back in the day, I was at NBC Sports Radio, and I was doing a baseball segment. I wasn't hosting. I was producing at the time. Eric Asilius was hosting and it was in October, which was when Comic-Con was or September, October around there. And we were doing a baseball segment and we had David Eckstein on former world series MVP. Mm -hmm. We were talking about baseball and my, the host Eric was making fun of me because I was going to Comic-Con and he was like, Oh, you're such a nerd, blah, blah, blah. And so he says to David Eckstein, my producer's going to Comic-Con. What's your favorite like comic character of all time? And he says, Ahsoka Tano without a doubt. Do you know why? I do not know why. No. Because his wife, Ashley Eckstein, is the voice of Ahsoka Tana. And I was like, oh my God. I was geeking out when that came out. And he, when we got off the air, he was like, hey, what's your name? I'll give my wife your name. If you go to Comic-Con and you go see her, I'll tell her to like hang out with you, talk with you, like yada, yada, hook you up. So I was like, awesome. So we got to Comic-Con, but there were so many people around her. I could not get to her. And I like wanted to wait, but the people I was with didn't really want to wait. Plus, I don't know if they believed me. So we never actually like got to meet her. I would love, love to meet her because number one, she's awesome. And number two, Ahsoka is my favorite character. But that's my uh, Ashley Eckstein, David Eckstein story. I, I can't believe you left your basement and actually went to Comic-Con. You have not been to well, an NFL game, but you have been right. to Comic-Con. And I would go to Comic-Con again before I would go to an NFL game, without question. Comic-Con was awesome. It was so cool to see all the people there, and, like, they're all in costume. And it's not just, like, oh, a Superman, a Batman. Like, there are some of those, but some of them are, like, really niche characters, like, small characters from games or stories. And you're like, damn, that's awesome. I like that character, too. It was the best. I would love to go to one, but I have not been. Well, there you go. Maybe we need to do a, a Comic-Con uh, meetup. Sure. 
I'm down. I, I would absolutely do that. Let's, let's go to New York. If there's one in New York that you can get tickets to, it's not bad. Hop on the train. I'll get there's on the a, train. There's we'll a go Pittsburgh one. Well, I mean, there's yeah, they're everywhere the, now. Yeah. It's not to the same. The level. big ones. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's our Star Wars May the 4th episode. May the 4th be with you. Uh, please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. And also, uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday tonight, I am doing a live Zoom chat uh, for all my patrons on the Patreon page, Gold Standard 49ers Podcast Network. Uh, it's going to be 30 minutes, 45 minutes. We'll talk about the Niners. We'll talk about Star Wars. We'll talk about whatever you want. But uh, if you're so inclined, please go and uh, it'll be a ton of fun. I know you're going to be there, Levin, right? Right? Uh, you mean there as in work? <laughs> Boo. Fine. But anyway, I'm going to try and do that once a month uh, just because I think it'll be a cool, fun thing. So we'll really share some stuff to quote Vince Vaughn. Anyway, I hope you uh, join us for that. Levin, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Got any big plans? I'm just counting down the days to what we got scheduled release next Thursday. Yeah, we do. May 11th is the schedule release. We got OTAs coming up at the end of the month. There's there's a lot to look forward yeah, to. Unfortunately, we won't be think? able to talk about the schedule because it will not be out by the time we record. Right. I think it comes out like in the evening, correct? Yeah, it's like, usually they it's do like, like 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. or Eastern. It's middle of the day, I think, normally for West Coast. But also, I think the first rookie minicamp is tomorrow. I think there's rookie mini camp tomorrow and then a week from now also. So I'm sure we'll get some Jake Moody updates. Oh boy. Kicker updates. That's the two things for the 49ers preseason is going to be kicker updates and quarterback updates. Those will be the two things. But anyway, have a good weekend, Levin. Have a good weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.